Hey, hey, and welcome back to Dirty Talks, the hopefully greenest podcast around. After this quite a bit of a break, we'll start with a delayed ESA special, which will be a sharp sustainability talk on, surprise, surprise, eggs, and their related production and consumption issues. I hope you'll enjoy this episode, as I'm super excited to be back. Time for another trip to the complex jungle of sustainability. Let's start exploring. Hola chicas y chicos! That's pretty much my current Spanish level, but I'm working on it. No worries, the podcast will continue in English. I noticed I'm really impatient when it comes to learning a new language, but no way, I'll give up already. So first of all, I'm so sorry I didn't manage to upload this episode earlier, especially with the long Easter holidays. It would have been a perfect timing, but not for me, walking the Camino de Santiago, which was, by the way, an incredible and somehow undescribable experience, which I would definitely love to share at some point too. For now, I will begin with some related good news, what I started the last time in this podcast to include some promising stories to spread hope that sustainable development is possible and actual happening in the real world. So here we go. As I just mentioned, I successfully finished my pilgrimage in Spain and you have to imagine that you pass numerous really really small towns in the middle of uh, yeah of course not nowhere but somewhere in Spain and each night you will spend in a different alberg or hostel. I just assumed that the term sustainability hasn't made it to these places and it's in best case about spiritual and religious motives and worst case simply a money-making tourist attraction. And there are examples where exactly that is the issue. However, many times I was pleasantly surprised. There has been a collaboration called Camino de Reciclare. You don't want to know how many times I just tried to pronounce this word. Uh, so the Camino of Recycling. Across many of the accommodations promoting, for example, water and energy saving, waste recycling and so on. By putting up posters and stickers, pilgrims are reminded to keep showers short, put their trash in the correct bin and turn lights off. Also, they are using the hashtag, hashtag, Jesus, what's wrong? The hashtag EcoPericrino, Pericrino means pilgrim, and have a website where you have access to all hostels participating. To be honest, I'm never sure how much impact a sticker on a bathroom door has, and I noticed many times recycling got totally wrong. But again, it's a start, it creates awareness, and even if only half, a quarter, or just one guest change their behavior, that's a win. So acting green is nowadays possible at almost any place in the world. That's good news, and we should keep that in mind. We always have a choice. So let's make it once. Okay, back to today's topic. Obviously, it was more fitting in Easter time, but of course, also not everyone on this planet is celebrating Easter in first place and air consumption might be at its peak during that time, but doesn't change the fact that there is an urgent need to talk a lot more and educate about our diets and food consumption. I know, I think I just said it in a previous episode, um, I don't want to talk about veganism yet, and I won't, promise. 
What I would like to do is to provide you with some general facts and figures about X, pros and cons, and simply what I think is important to know. And in the end, it is you who decides what you will do with it. I don't believe that I or anyone else as a single person has the power to change another person's total mindset or way of life. But I would also be very interested in your own thoughts. If you have ever actually thought about a, let's call it, story behind an egg. When you made yourself your scrambled eggs in the morning or added five yolks into a cake dough. Okay, enough introduction. We can start our delayed scientific Easter egg hunt right now. Who came first, the chicken or the egg? <laughs> That's an actual dilemma. I'll just decide for now and we'll start with the production-related information. The European Union produces approximately 7 million tons of usable eggs per annum and Spain is one of the largest egg producers. Generally speaking, eggs belong to those animal products causing the least greenhouse emissions when compared to beef with up to 120 times the amount of CO2 emission or cheese with up to 20 times. Together with chicken meat and milk, eggs then create the maybe, let's call it, lower end of this negative range. However, especially feeding and breeding of young chickens are the major contributors or are the most relevant source of impact. That is a very common misconception or biased opinion when people argue about the negative effects of soy consumption in vegetarian diets or vegan diets, as for instance in form of tofu or tempeh. It is important to point out that 98% of soy meal, this is the number for the US, goes to the feed of pigs, chicken and cows. An average one kilo of eggs requires three times, so almost three kilograms of animal feed. Water consumption and cleaning products hardly count into the overall sustainability calculation. As a consequence, those different factors could be prioritized when it comes to improving egg production systems. Further do farms occupy land and transform natural landscapes. Thereby, always one question comes into my mind. It can be generally related to the production of animal products. How can the supermarkets be packed with meat, milk, eggs and all other related animal products? We have numbers showing the amount of eggs produced go up to over 30 million tons, for example, in China. And I have never stumbled on any of my travels, even traveling through different continents, on a livestock production center. Okay, to be honest, I did now. I walked past a poultry breeder on the Camino. But anyways, I just don't understand where the production takes place. Is it a secret or is it just coincidence that I never bumped into one? Maybe you can tell me, let me know when or where or even at all encountered an animal manufacturing plant. I noticed beside the intense smell when walking past the chicken breeder that the actual stables seem to be quite small. I read through some scientific papers, so this is definitely not a representative sample. But again, what I found was very shocking for me. At an average, let's call it egg production center, a hen has between 500 and 1,200 square centimeters, with 750 being the norm for laying hen in an alternative housing system, such as a barn, free range, organic systems, which is allowed in the European Union. To be honest, I'm very bad when it comes to picturing such a number. 
But in fact, this is less than a standard piece of paper. Like the ones our average printer in the office or at school or at uni or at home or wherever, the ones we are printing on or use for writing. That is nothing, that is tiny. Nevertheless, the data on how the different production systems, like in a cage, in terms of animal welfare, is somehow surprisingly contradicting too, with cages scoring better on freedom from pain, injury and diseases, whereas non-caged systems score better on expressing normal behavior, like normal behavior of the animals. Also, economically and somehow environmentally are caged systems doing better but we're still talking about living beings. Further, nature-based, uh, <laughs> no, I mean hands living in the wild or in a more natural way, lay up to 15 eggs a year. In factory, due to genetic manipulation and selective breeding, this number goes up to 300 eggs per year. Additionally, as many stock breeding farms, the ones related to poultry emit a lot of ammonia as part of their excrements which is a relevant cause for air pollution, creates smog and threatens human health. It is extremely difficult to track in the air. I read an interesting article in a magazine where this issue was abroached. Well, more generally talking about agriculture, but anyways. What really catched me were the steps suggested to encounter this development. Since the amount of ammonia has already doubled in the last 70 years and continues to rise, so besides covering the liquid manure, the main suggestion was to implement better filter systems at farms to clear the air of such gases. I find that simply hilarious and it really represents how we currently deal with environmental challenges. Instead of questioning the overall consumption and how things are done, we suppress the symptoms instead of going to the root cause. Anyways, turning a bit away from the animals, the egg industry of course has a significant impact on the economy and labor. Data in the US shows that the sector accounts for more than 110,000 jobs and 6.3 billion in wages for families throughout the country, with a total economic impact of almost $30 billion. When it comes to the actual consumption of eggs, the data is very diverse. Opinions more than controversial and yeah, there's a giant amount of data available. Fact is, eggs are very high in protein with almost 11% in the egg white and surprise, the yolk, the yellow part of the egg even contains 16%. A large egg then contains around 6 gram of protein and it's a very nutrient dense food, meaning the ratio of nutrients to calories is very high. Eggs have 13 vitamins and many minerals like vitamin A, B, D and E, calcium and so on. Okay, I didn't plan on giving my personal opinion but I can't help it, I just need to share my thoughts. I'm not saying eating eggs is bad. I don't think we should ban all Easter egg hunts and I truly don't see the urge to quit grandma's delicious pancakes made with a ton of eggs. But, as always, the dose makes the poison. It's not about total sacrifice, but rather conscious consumption. When buying eggs, it should be natural to get the ones from our local farmer. Maybe even our neighbor has a few chicks in their garden. For Easter, it might be worth getting wooden eggs, for instance, paint them and then reuse them each year. Also, those Easter hunts can be done with literally anything, so maybe we don't need to buy the super cheap 30 eggs mega box from the discounter. A hard-boiled egg? is hard to replace, I know, but every now and then a banana or lime seeds can do an amazing job as egg replacer in baking recipes and at the same time have an average a much lower CO2 emission compared to eggs. 
Okay, long story short, I think the message is kind of clear. Eggs are an amazing food, shouldn't be wasted, but maybe going back to a more natural sourcing would help to also make it a sustainable protein source. These are my personal thoughts and again, I would be really curious how you handle your food choices, especially eggs or just your general thoughts on this episode. I hope you're all doing well. You enjoyed this episode and I don't like to promise but I'll try to produce more content again on a weekly basis which should be much easier now with not moving from one place to the other every day. I wish you a wonderful morning, day, night and a happy mindset with everything you're up to. Hope you hear me again soon. Hasta luego. Bye. You have brains in your head. You have feet in your shoes. You can steer yourself any direction you choose. Dr. Seuss <laughs>